0: Now, with that said, there are things that are set in stone. Our paths are not destined, but destiny is within everything we do. Some things you cannot change, and if this is the case, I will tell you so. Perhaps you've heard the saying, you can't fight fate? Well, if fate's desire, then, regardless of the path you take, you will end up in the same place. Do you understand? By the way, you did say you were going to kill me in your (laughs) podcast. I did remember that. You
1: did. Well, we do believe in the death of the author.
2: Yeah, it was sort of a
1: figurative, spiritual
2: ego death.
0: I wanted to write a book that, like, I would love to read. You know, because I knew there were other people out me that liked to read the same types of things. Um, and and so the the very first version of this was actually was. I started out writing, I thought it would be cool. You know, a lot of people always ask, like, what happens behind the scenes of a Cirque du Soleil show? Like, that's actually the original, original story. There was there wasn't even a girl that did magic. It was just about what happens it was just about what happens behind the scenes of, Mm -hmm. like, big Vegas shows. Because people, when they came to Vegas, they'd always ask that question. It was like, what happens behind the scenes? And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I got bored really quickly, and I was like, what if she did you know, what if she did real magic? Yeah. I,
1: I'm glad you did, because it, it adds a lot. Not that it wouldn't have been an interesting story with just the stage magic, but I think it was Joshua who brought up the, the premise of real magician has to do stage magic is pretty neat. Yeah, high concept for sure.
0: Yeah, so I just, I quickly was like bored, and I was like, no, sure. she can do real magic, and mm. this is going to be, you know, and I just, I quickly went to like what I would love to right. read about. So, um. So that's kind of how it, so so the the you know the love triangle came from the idea that I realized that I liked things yeah. that have love, triangles. um, even Harry Potter has a love, triangle.
1: yeah, no, absolutely there i I don't think there's anything wrong with really anything you put into it as long as there's a reason for it, but and it just I, struck I me as interesting Harry ended up with the <laughs> <laughs> that was intentional, right, I think I remember j k. Rowling said that she didn't want it to be the hero ends up with a girl in the end. She wanted to and be a And she
0: now bit... says that she regretted that. She ah, okay. She actually, I think she said that she she realized that she should have had them end up together. How about yeah. that? Bonnie Wright actually read the script and loved it. And, no uh, kidding. We actually talked to her a bit and um, I feel bad that I just I still love Bonnie, and I still love her character. But she played she played Ginny Weasley. So.
3: Okay,
1: okay, that's so interesting. That's so cool that you've been doing so much work behind the scenes. You have all these connections.
2: Yeah, it's clear you really put your network to work trying to get as many opinions as you could to make this book the best it could possibly be.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I di- you know for 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 whatever you think of it, you know, it. I think you mentioned this. You know, you didn't think it was it was. It was, it was was never about money for me Mm -mm.
2: it doesn't seem that way now no
0: and honestly it was about wanting to do something that I love um I love to write I love to act Mm -hmm. I wanted to make a movie um and I had spent my whole life like wanting to do those things and trying to do those things so something else that you I guess the reason that you know you were intrigued by my reach out um you brought up that you know about Charles being her
2: dad Mm -hmm. yes
0: I wrote that in you know as a script idea when mm-hmm. you know it made sense in a movie, you know to have that reveal be later. um I did like it as a twist though and and I understood what you guys were saying, but I thought it kind of made it fun, like the whole time mm-hmm. you as a reader are thinking this one thing and then you know you know you find out, oh, right. no, there's actually this whole other like plot to it. I like twists, I like it, oh when yeah, some yeah. a story can throw me off. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, and then you brought up the whole like thing about, um, him being her dad Uh and her not, you know, and and her reactions to things. But you also have to remember, she just found out he was her dad, like right before she went to Vegas. She, like Mm -hmm, her mom had cloaked all that from her. Uh Um, and so, um, she didn't grow up with this idea of this person as her dad. She didn't grow up around him. She just, so she's like just getting to know, he's a stranger to her. So just kind of like. Sure. Sometimes, like when somebody meets, like they're like they've been adopted, and they, you know, and I, and I probably got this from my dad died by the way when I was eight months old, my real dad, so um I never knew my dad, so my real dad, so um and I, I grew up with kind of a dad figure as well, but you know, I mean, I'll be honest, like if 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 we found out like somehow like he didn't die as when I was a kid, he's actually alive and he walked in, like <laughs> he does, like. I wouldn't associate him the same way you would probably associate sure. your dad. Cause he's, cause it's, you know, it wasn't something that I grew up thinking and knowing, you know, when, when somebody like gets adopted and then their parent comes out, they're like, I'm your mom now. And they're like, I'm not calling you mom. Like, right. not, like this other person was my mom. Like, mm-hmm. so that's kind of how I, I looked at it. Sure. Um, I do see your side on things about like her reaction, but mm-hmm. at the same time,
2: I'm kind of curious about Zayd's relationship with her mother because the opening chapter kind of it hints that there's like this this feud between them like a Mm long-standing feud about when is an appropriate time to use magic and how much personal freedom Zayd's allowed to have Um, is that something that you intended to explore more?
0: I mean there's more books (laughs) (laughs) um it's definitely also from personal experience I have a very overprotective in certain ways mom Mm -hmm. who uh has tried to (laughs) she still thinks i'm five
2: Um, (laughs) that's moms yeah
0: um you know and my uh funny so when holly holly read the script before before it came out as a book um holly marie combs from charm and uh and she we talked about it and she was like that's your mom, isn't it? <laughs> she never met my mom, by the way. And that was, she still never met my mom, I don't think, even though I, like, mm-hmm. she and I are friends. Um, and yeah, she picked up on it right. I was like, yeah, sure. like that, you know, that, that was, that is the relationship I have with my mom. We love each other and also we, yeah. we, uh she, yeah, we have a, a that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm.
1: I just think it's an interesting case study um, the, the the evolution of this work. Because uh, same thing as you, I see your perspective. I have my own perspective because I read this as a book, not knowing too much about you know the background. You have these limitations in a first person perspective novel that you don't necessarily have in film, and you found ways to kind of circumvent that with the the italic scenes and you have these, these little glimpses and other perspective characters. But I I just, think it's really cool to see how, you know, that these elements that would have been integral to a film might even be a disservice to something in in a more like book form.
0: Well, you know, whenever books get turned into movies, they, they have the reverse problem.
1: Exactly. It's so cool.
0: You know, they, 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 they have to think and they change the story sometimes. They have Mm -hmm. to figure out a way and something like, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of people criticize um, Lord of the Rings. Like, there's there's those, there's some really like long scenes that, like in a book, mm-hmm. are probably like really fun and descriptive. But in a movie, it was kind of like the trees walking for a while. Sure. Like, yeah, a little bit much, for example. So you know, you you have the reverse problem. Yeah. So um, so you know, I was like, well, you know, when we make the movie, it's easy because it's. Yeah. Hard. <laughs> But I str- there were some things that I really struggled with, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, to, like, figure out how to how to do it as a book and sure. how to have it make sense. Um,
2: we drew attention to the the magic girl that Zade fights in the parking lot in yes. the mall. Did you have any thoughts about that? Because I, I had wondered during our episode um, who she was, why she only shows up, like, one or two times, um,
1: what the plans were.
0: She shows up twice. Um, and, yes, she... Again, she's important later.
1: Mm. Uh, Okay, so it's kind of just I'm going to say sequel baiting, but I I mean that in kind of a neutral way. This is just something a seed that you're planting for the later books. She
0: she actually she was another thing that started out of the idea that there wasn't enough magic Uh in the first book, right? But I thought of the scene first, Mm -hmm. and then I developed an idea that she actually becomes a very important character, right? Um. But like Jackson, there was only so much I could do with her in the first right. one, yeah.
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, and you know, and I'll equate that to again going back to Twilight for example. Um, the the redheaded girl—I'm oh, trying to think of her. Name.
1: Oh, uh, the 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 bad guy.
0: But you know, she's the main antagonist in the third book. I'm right. not going to tell you that well, she's obviously not the protagonist, but I'm not going to tell you if she's an antagonist mm-hmm. or not. Okay. But she does, she does, she does carry a lot of importance later, and she was originally not—you know, she wasn't something i was thinking of but um as i was asked to add more magic Mm -hmm. and i did i thought i I, I came up with something really cool for that character
1: okay just don't do don't do what happened with the with the with the redheaded girl in the twilight series i just watched a clip the other day and i was like i cannot believe this redheaded girl is still around there are so many other problems going on right now we don't need to deal with this
0: yeah no they that was kind of I'll, I'll be honest. I love Eclipse in certain in certain senses because mm-hmm. of like some parts of the story, but at the same time, like it kind of really didn't make sense. And really, like, <laughs> like that 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 she like that she was able to fool Alice
1: a lot. A lot with uh, that's uh, that's neither here nor there. And I,
0: and I love Bryce Dallas Howard, but she didn't you know like the other the the girl that played it in the first one really embodied I think the character better. Sure.
2: So. You've alluded a couple of times to uh, you have plans for the future. Can you confirm one way or the other whether the next few books are imminent?
0: They—they're definitely going to come out. Um, uh, Geek Nation went out of business during COVID, so
3: um, I
0: need to find a new publisher. um, Which I've had some offers, but um, I want to be careful um, for a lot of reasons. Um, And I, you know, and as I mentioned, you know, in the beginning. When the book came out, I was going to start on the second book right away. And mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, then all that stuff happened and that, that kicked me back for a bit. And then when sure. I just was about ready to start writing again, COVID hit. <laughs> and then this year has been tumultuous, like I said, in my personal life. So yeah. they're, like I said, they're, they're written out arc wise. I know where they're going, but I just, uh, um, and, and some of it has been written, but I really, you know, it's something that I need to do for sure. Sure. Um, and, and they will, and I, like I said, I promise I get messages every day from people like that really want, like, they're like, when is the next book? I get messages on the website. I'll get messages in social media.
1: So there has to be a backstory to your love of motorcycles. What can you tell us about that?
0: Uh, they're just fun. I mean, you know, the, the guy that, the guy, you know, the guy that Mac was originally based off of, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I started dating him when I was pretty young and, and, you know, I, he took he took me riding on the back of his motorcycle uh-huh. and eventually i wanted to learn myself and yeah you know i just think it's it was cool and almost every guy that i've ever dated or been in love with <laughs> you know you know has 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 had that quality sure. of them so i guess i think it's cool um uh yeah i think you know it was just it, it was a fun i thought it was a fun part of the story and mm-hmm. Um, I can drive stick. A lot of girls can't drive stick. Um, I even know guys that can't drive stick. You guys probably can't drive stick because you're young. Yep. Um. Never
2: had a reason to.
0: (laughs) You know what? There's always a reason to because the day you can't, well, you know, probably happens less. But I, I learned as a teenager because I never, I actually, one time something happened and and my boyfriend couldn't, my boyfriend in high school couldn't drive his car and Mm. he had a stick and I like couldn't drive the car either. Yeah. And after that I was like, nope, I'm learning how to drive a stick. So. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and you know, it makes you, I don't know, I'm kind of, when you're a girl and you drive sick, people think you're cool.
1: So, we noted that it was pretty interesting that Zayd's parents were still alive. Um, and that's not normally something that happens for a reason, but it added a lot to Handbook for Mortals. So. You
0: guys brought that up. And you know what? I didn't even think about it at the time. And, you know, it happens in, you know, most, a lot of Disney, like, you know, there's always at least one parent dead, right? Yep. Yep. You know, pro- I probably did that because in my real life, I do, I have, you know, I, I my real dad yeah. mm-hmm. did die when I was a kid. So in a lot of ways, Zade Zade is living the life that I wanted to live. Right. Okay. <laughs> Zayd could do real magic. Who mm-hmm. doesn't want to be able to do real magic? Um Zayd had both her parents and they have a happy mm. ending. Like, you know Yeah. Um like my mom never remarried after my dad died, you know? So mm-hmm. um so I think Zayd yeah, Zayd's living the life that I would have liked um I would have liked to have gotten to live. So mm. But yeah, I didn't I didn't think about it in the terms of like a YA book. Um Sure
2: right because you were saying earlier it wasn't one in your head mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah i mean in twilight both of her parents are alive edward's real parents are dead obviously because he's mm. a vampire like both vampire parents. diaries like mm-hmm. both of her parents they start out with both of her parents dead like you're right, right. it's, it's a very typical thing yeah
2: too. yeah and that ends up being really important to her character development right that her parents drowned when they fell off that bridge
0: wickery bridge there yeah. you
1: go and it ends up being important to Zayd's character development having that, you know, legacy in terms of DeLa and Charles's backstory that we get in the 75% mark.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, I haven't thought about it, but, you know, since you guys are making me think about it, which is totally fine, I think, you know, I, you know, I didn't, Zayd grew up without a dad like me, so, sure. you know, but <clears throat> she got her dad, she got her dad at the end what I always wanted, you know, so i think that's why i did that and that's probably why i even had the twist you know Uh like she she grew up without a dad but you know what what did i ultimately want i ultimately wanted to you know have a dad right like you know like my real dad um so yeah she got she got that and i have an adopted dad who's great um Uh and he's wonderful and and you know i love him to death but you know to 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 be able to have like your real dad is something that you know it's kind of hard to
1: yeah something you take for granted
0: yeah for sure don't take your parents for granted
1: (laughs) yeah I'm literally about to call them after this
0: (laughs) Um. hi dad (laughs) I love you (laughs) by the way and I wrote that she's dyslexic in the book I don't know if you catch it um like it's it's a small thing but I write like that. I was really dyslexic growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually that whole like if you remember in the well maybe you don't remember but if you heard me say like how she writes backwards
1: mm, yes, yes 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 yeah mm-hmm.
0: I really did that as a kid really yeah I would write and my kindergarten teacher didn't know what to do with me <laughs> like she literally like they like dyslexia wasn't like as you know sure. like a thing and so she didn't know what to do with me and they would be really confused and I could yeah. write everything perfectly right write really fast i just wrote it all
1: your your brain's hardwired for for hebrew or arabic or something like that
0: <laughs> exactly i used to make jokes about that and i've done some comic cons with henry winkler who's like by the way the <laughs> nicest guy ever really and he's dyslexic and he wrote some books and his books are in a certain font that make it easier for people with i've heard about that
1: like- yeah. yeah oh yeah okay
0: okay so i wanted to ask so you were just team jackson because you think he's cuter Was that <laughs> is there any other <laughs>
2: I imagine it was being cuter yeah and I I I don't know Mac there were some moments that struck me as I wasn't sure if maybe this was intentional like maybe he was supposed to seem a little bit suspect um there were some some things that he said about Zade or to Zade where it seemed like he was kind of like possessive of her and I I wasn't sure if maybe it was being set up that he wasn't all he appeared to be because like you said in the world of magic you never know um but yeah and I was curious about Jackson
0: you know as a girl who's dated boys, like you know, like they both of those guys were guys that I've dated, and like I said, they started out as being one person, and then mm. kind of evolved. And you know, like there there are parts of different people in there, but um, you know, Mac especially, like you know, I mean, the guy that he was based off of originally, like in the beginning, he was very like jealous and a little bit mm. possessive. Mean, we weren't technically in a relationship, and you know, and I've had other guys do that. I've I've had a guy like. Be talking to other girls, but then give me a hard time.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. they'll do that.
0: Like, and that's 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 how people yeah. are. I don't know. I just I wrote what I knew.
1: Right, sure. I can offer something a little bit more objective, and this this is a stylistic. You're perf-
0: team, you're team Mac.
1: I'm team Mac. With with one except, so you won me over in the scene when they're under the the bridge and it's raining and they cuddle up next to each other. I, I that got me. I, I don't know why. I guess I, I guess I was just in the right m- mindset for it. But this might be you know something from my background or how I perceive relationships. But it it bothered me a little bit that the dynamic between Mac and Zade started out negative, but then it only really circled back to positive when Mac saw her changing.
0: I mean that's something that would happen though in real life. I, I guess so. Like here's the thing, like. I'll be honest, like that and actually I remember wanting to say that when you guys talked about mm-hmm. this. But like guys really like look, none of us are perfect. There is and I'm a little bit older than you guys, so I'm gonna say this and, and this is probably gonna be like an unpopular opinion. But like there's this I- there's this like idea of people being like PC perfect, you know, mm-hmm. that we we never step out of line. We don't we never make jokes that hurt someone's feelings. Sure. It's like we never you know, but that's not how people are. And I, and I think there's this, maybe even this idea of a standard of people that is very hard to be holden to because there's this idea that you have to be perfect all the time.
3: Uh-huh.
0: And should, should Mac have been watching her change? Probably not. Uh-huh. But let's be honest, most, um uh, heterosexual males who were walking by a dressing room if the door was cracked and they could see and they thought the girl was attractive. Would probably stop and look. Like, that's just probably would. And, and Tad, Tad not telling on it, they're best friends.
3: Mm-hmm. You, know,
0: mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and, and let's be clear, like, and as a girl who did theater, like, there's a lot of times where they're, and, and to be honest, I haven't done theater lately. So, in the last couple of years, which last year, nobody did theater. Right. Like, changing rooms, like, a lot of times they're a little curtain. Sure. And, you are changing kind of in front of everybody, and in the like you've got a quick change, and there's mm-hmm. like three people helping you change, and like a, an yep. underwear, underwear to be clear, kind of covers as much as a bathing suit, and right, sometimes sure. more than a bathing suit, depending <laughs> on what your underwear looks like. So I guess to I guess like if I'm being honest, and maybe it's the world that i grew up in versus the world you guys grew mm-hmm. up in yep it, it's not it wasn't like i to me it wasn't a big deal it sure. wasn't a big deal that mac was watching her and you know like i'm around guys all the time that make locker room jokes you know mm-hmm. that like if you know that that i i think sometimes would be seen as but but like and i don't i don't think less of those guys for making those jokes should they make those jokes i mean <laughs> I guess you know technically no, they shouldn't. Mm. But at the same time, like again, I think there. I think our society, and like I said, this is probably an unpopular opinion, but our society has this idea that that, that people have to be perfect all right. the time, and that you, you know, mm. but but the reality is is that we aren't perfect, and we do make mistakes, and maybe mm. we look somewhere we shouldn't, or we make a joke you know, and, and, you know, and maybe the idea that we don't like, in- I think intention is really important mm-hmm. with people. Like what sure. is the intention when you do something? Right. And, you know, uh, is your intention to hurt someone when you make mm-hmm. a joke that, you know, you probably shouldn't look, right. uh, I'm Jewish uh, mm-hmm. by blood. Um, I know Jews that will crack mm-hmm. the worst jokes about like, like some uh, ones that I won't even say, Sure. you know, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, and, and they'll say, well, it's, you know, I could say it cause I'm Jewish. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's true. Like, but you know, like, like, should they say them? I don't know. Probably not. But like, does it make them a terrible person? That I should never talk to them again. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Like I, you know, so I, I, I think I was, I think, again, when I wrote that scene in my mind, it was something that would probably really happen.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And and I the the purpose of that scene was for the audience to know that Mac did have that he found her attractive. That was right. the purpose of it. Like it, if if you broke down, why did I write that scene? Mm-hmm. It wasn't to make Mac out to be creepy. I wasn't even thinking that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It was it was like what would show people that Mac did actually find her attractive even right. though he's really, like being all pissy. And- yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> th- this is really interesting. This is this is world building. Uh, in our episode, we talked about one of the positives. We said it probably three times this interview. This is the best kind of self-insert you can do because it's so genuine. It's so based off of your life. And I, I know capital theta theater people who the the idea of boundaries that doesn't necessarily exist with them in this environment where everyone's kind of packed together and knows each other really intimately So that- yeah that
2: was, a, that was a question I had actually after we finished recording was well maybe because it's a theater situation and, and people are having to change costumes frequently and very right. rapidly they're used to seeing each other naked and it's not really a big deal mm-hmm. um, but like something about him looking through an open door or a slightly open door made me think maybe this was taboo but I don't know maybe it's not
0: to be honest, I think the only thing, the only reason why it was like a hidden thing, like, I think if the door would have been, like, the door would have, could have probably easily been open and mm-hmm. Matt could have walked right in if he needed to talk and it wouldn't have been a big deal. But it was because it was Zayd and he's supposed to not like Zayd right. and he was basically like admiring her. That was mm-hmm. what was making it kind of secretive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and he didn't want to be caught like staring at her in my mind it wasn't creepy at all because I grew up in the theater and you know, that wasn't like, you're right. Like there are boundaries and I, you know, I, I toured with bands on a tour bus and, and, you know, I would, you know, I would, I would change in a bunk, you know, like what, you know, and, and I think, you know, there's, there's sort of like this feeling when you're around those types of people, again, like, you know, you flip open a magazine, you know, Victoria's Secret magazine and the girl's in her underwear. You don't think twice about looking at her, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's appropriate in that sense, I guess. Sure. you know? So it, yeah, it was, it, the only reason that it, it was taboo at all was because Max not supposed to like her at that right. point. Okay. And that was, and the idea was to kind of show that, well, maybe he does.
2: Tell us about Forks.
0: Okay. So, um, so there's a Twilight convention in Forks and I actually did it in 2018. It's called Twilight Takes Over Forks, and they have like a whole thing there. Mm. And the first year that I did it, I was the o- I was uh, the only author there. And I actually I did a Vampire Diaries convention in Seattle, um, and then that sa- it was the same like they were both happening the same week, so mm. I, I I actually did both. And then I don't I- I'm not going to take credit that it was because I came to it, but maybe because I but they decided to invite a bunch of authors this time, and they did a whole author event, nice. and I was invited um and that's why it was there. So
1: That's so cool. So you're you're still collaborating and hustling?
0: Yeah, they had Peter Fascinelli there who mm-hmm. you know was Carl uh and then they had a, a couple of other and then they have like people that dress up like all the characters. And they it's really cool like they do it in forks um and they like they they have like Bella's birthday dinner. I know like one year they did the wedding. I think this year it was like oh, wow. Carlisle and um, Esme's like a hundred year anniversary. But they have like parties and stuff. It's 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 kind of a cool event. And uh-huh. I mean Washington, that area is just some of the most beautiful hmm. places on the planet. And I can say that because I've been to forty five countries. So what? So, that's a lot. Yeah, that's
3: insane.
0: So, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, cool. it's. It's it's really beautiful over there. So mm-hmm. even if you don't go for like Twilight takes over for like La Push, you know how like like they go to they go to the beach La Push, which uh they didn't actually film any of Twilight in that area. Mm-hmm. So uh they don't go to the actual like the actual La Push Beach is way prettier than whatever they filmed that Oh at. no kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was probably Vancouver, I think. Um but the actual like La Push mm-hmm. is gorgeous. No kidding.
1: We've asked a bunch of really complex and deep questions. Uh, I kind of want to throw you a softball and ask you just a pretty, pretty normal question. Do you believe in God?
0: I do, I do. Which is why I wrote God into the book.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed because th- there's an interesting cosmology and I, I know people who aren't necessarily Wicca but they practice something more of the magical spiritual side of things. And even in their conceptions of religion they make room for a more abrahamic concept of of god and i think it's interesting that you are jewish in, uh, ethnically and you do go to church uh, that was I something do. that you mentioned so it's and i i mentioned that's that's really interesting to me that you have all of these different spiritual influences in your life and i wondered if you want to talk about that a little bit
0: yeah i mean look uh it's funny like uh, i i definitely believe in god and i actually um I, I wanted to make a point as to saying that you know that Zayd believed in God because mm. you know I believe in God and I, I I thought that was a really important like like sure. uh, thing for me to include that um, and I I actually there's an they actually to reference beautiful creatures um, they actually reference God as well in it and mm. I, I thought. um I had done it before I I think I even knew that, but I, I, when they did it, I was like, yeah, like I, I I felt really good about it because I think, um, whether, so whether you believe in God or not, like, you know, I think that, uh, it was important for like my truth to, to be that, that that was included. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember I, so I was brought up in a very like religious like household. Uh Um, and, uh, and had a lot of things jammed down my throat. And then, yeah. you know, when I was a teenager, like, decided to, like, figure things out on my own. And for a long time, I was like, well, I believe in God. I don't know about the rest of it.
3: Like, sure, sure.
0: Figured the rest of it, like, decided the rest of it kind of on my own. But something that someone said to me when I was a kid that I will never forget, and then I think this is why I, I say that there is a 100% of God, is um they said... If you're ever, like, walking in a forest and uh-huh. you found a, a twig, right, and you picked it up, you you know it's a twig, right? You know that it came from the tree. Uh-huh. Like, it's a twig, okay? Um, you know that it wasn't crafted by anyone necessarily. It's just uh-huh. a twig. Let's say you keep walking and you find a pencil and you pick it up. And you know that it's a pencil and you know that because someone took the time to craft it. Sure. How simple is a pencil? But you know that someone actually like, like, mm-hmm. like took some time to make. I know I'm holding a pen, but <laughs> you know that you know that that it, it was complex enough that someone had to make it. Yeah. Right? How complex are we? Like, mm-hmm. we are super complex. Like, you know, the, think about the o- You know, like we we have to have oxygen to breathe, mm-hmm. and like, just how much your body does for you to just live to see Mm -hmm. another day if it's very like that's a very complex thing sure you're telling me that Mm -hmm. happened on accident look at the world around you how beautiful it is Mm -hmm. how complex it is you know right and and i'm not by the way if you don't believe in god i'm not i'm not trying to like get on my Mm -hmm. soapbox there's something beautiful about faith even you know Mm -hmm. we have to have you know you have to put your faith into some things like you know sure. i can't see yeah. oxygen but i, I have mm-hmm. faith in it yeah banned. sure you know love is love is another example like you know we, we all believe in it yeah um there, there's nothing ta- like there's nothing tangible mm-hmm. you know when you someone breaks your heart though gosh like that's <laughs> it's real it's super real like mm-hmm. I, I i believe you can die of a broken heart for sure absolutely it's funny like um so I just I, I like recently got baptized as an adult, like because um, I and I and like I said, I'm Jewish by blood. And I um I, there's a lot of things about Judaism I really appreciate as well and, mm-hmm. and, you know, have self-identified as a Jew for a very long time. I just recently went and got baptized and I, I told my friends about it who are atheists. And ended up spending an hour sort of having to defend (laughs) why I got baptized, which was kind of funny. But um, I, I so that's the thing, like, you know, and this is something I believe, like, I've learned to not be a very judgmental person. And I think Mm -hmm. it's really, like, something that our society as a whole, like, should really learn how to be, you know, and even within some things that we define, like murder, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, murder is bad, but like, someone may murder someone because they're defending themselves, for example, like, there's. Like you have to, you have to be careful. Like mm-hmm. when you judge someone, like you know, if you ha- are not in their shoes, right. like, wh- Why they did something, uh, why they acted some way? So I'm very quick. I'm very slow to judge. I almost said I'm very quick to judge. <laughs> I'm very slow to judge, mm-hmm. and I really like you know, I-, I I support you for being who you are. Sure, you know, like like be whoever you want to be. Like I support that. You know, you know, you know, support me if you want to be who I want to be or not. But, you know, like, I think if we all just went from that mentality, like, let's just love people for who they are. And I also think that it's okay to love somebody who doesn't think the way that you think and love someone who doesn't believe all the things that you believe. Sure. We now as a society try to convince people like you don't think everything that I think. Like, then mm-hmm. you, like, we shouldn't be friends. And, and the best example I have is Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, was really good friends with, uh, and I'm going to say his last name around, Scala, who was also, uh, a Supreme Court judge mm-hmm. who was like, mm-hmm. on the opposite spectrum. Sure, sure. His kids or grandkids would like question, like, how can you be friends with this person who thinks so differently than you? And he was like, well, why wouldn't we want, you know, like, and I think that helps sometimes broaden like that's how we learn, you know, mm-hmm. we learn by like, you know, it's okay to not believe you're not going to find anyone that you just believe across the board, but sure. we have this idea right now to like, let's just, let's just close off anybody that doesn't think the way, same way we think that's a really dangerous road to go down. Again, these may be unpopular opinions nowadays in life, but I think, it's just, and, and I think, I think, you know, what happened in my book is kind of like, you know, mm-hmm a little bit like people got really judgy without really knowing what happened.
3: Yep.
1: Do you believe in magic? Uh,
0: I do believe in magic. Okay. I, do, I do believe in magic. Um, uh, I believe it exists for sure. Um, uh, you know, does it, does it exist in the way like Zaid can do it? No, mm-hmm. I wish, but you know, I I've seen, we see miracles every day. We sure. see things, we see unexplained things all the time. Yeah. So I I think that it does exist, and I think that, you know, it exists in the world Mm -hmm. where there is a God. (laughs) There's Mm -hmm. magic, you know? But I think, you know, you have to believe, like, you know, if you are a Christian, like God, all things are possible. Sure. It doesn't say some things are possible or some things if you, you know, like, in, in the realm of, like, it says all things are possible. So... And, and and some miracles happen every day. And I think... It, but we have to believe that they're possible. So.
2: Do you think magic exists more in like the tarot sense? Or do you think that there are people out there who can turn fire into water?
0: <laughs> well, uh, I think that there's... It's very possible someone can turn fire into water if they believe it. Well, <laughs> if they believe it enough. Um, uh, I, I think a little bit of both. I mean, I don't think I... You know, I don't even know how to answer that question because... Uh, I think that there are things out there that we just can't explain, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I've read about people that have tried to commit suicide and they literally like jumped off a building and bounced and they're like still alive. I mm-hmm. died for two minutes in 2005 and here no I kidding. am like, I, sh- oh. you know, like, so I think that there, I think that there are things that we can't explain. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone told me that they turned fire into water, I'd be like, cool, show me. <laughs> 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 um, you know, uh, But uh, yeah, and I think you know, I mean, there are people that can see the future in the Bible, and and that whole thing that I write about, you know, uh, uh, that you know, it it is true. Like it's in the Bible that the kings, uh, you know, like King David had Mm -hmm. a soothsayer. That's a that's a that's a yeah yeah. You know, uh, Moses was a prophet. What do you think a prophet is? It's Mm -hmm. someone that tells the future. (laughs) You know, the their messages from God. So you know, now do do. Could, you know, if, if you believe in God, do you believe in the devil? Uh, if you believe in the devil, mm-hmm. can he also maybe like influence and tell the future? Probably. You know, so does it mean that all like <laughs> anyone that can tell the future is from mm-hmm. God, maybe not. You know, but um but I but I do think that there is, you know, I think it exists. And and even, you know, even the devil, if mm-hmm. you if you believe in the Bible and you believe in the devil, even he came from God, so...
2: Is this a clue that in Book 5, Zayd fights and kills Satan at the <laughs> end? Is that how it ends?
0: <laughs> well, I don't think I can answer that one. <laughs> might be given too much away. You would be completely off if, if, you didn't, if you didn't think that uh, Zayd does have a big calling at some point to, to go up against somebody pretty powerful.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. okay, that's exciting. Mm-hmm.
0: Just out of curiosity, um, did you did you did you like that there was a chapter zero? Or
1: yeah, that's something we mentioned. So we talked about the fact that it added a lot of personal touch. That the numerology was based off of tarot cards. Um, yeah.
0: Did Did you notice the story kind of went along with yeah. The tarot?
1: Yeah, they always they always had some little connection to it. I thought that was really interesting. It.
0: Yeah, I I, I was really proud of that. That was something like for every. For all the things that I got crap for, I was like, there was so many things that I thought were, like, really cool that, like, mm-hmm. you know, that nobody, like, nobody ever mentioned that. Well, she did, like, a really good job with the chapter stuff. Like, you know, I'd love to know from each of you, what was your, like, favorite part uh-huh. or, you know, or, or something you loved about the book and then something you hated or, like, or if you didn't think sure. anything, like, what you liked the least or... <clears throat>
1: Two things are tied for favorites. I've already talked about the first, like really romantic scene with Mac that stuck out with me. Is like the
0: I love that you love that, because <laughs> you're a guy. Yeah,
1: no, I'm 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 a straight guy. Like this stuff never affects me, but I just it just did at this moment. Um, but anyway, the another thing that was really cool was the idea that Mac has no idea that real magic exists. All he knows is that Zayd's in a coma, and then he goes to Zayd's parents, and they're like, "Listen, you gotta stab her." And just imagining, that that was so funny. I think I read like the last 100 pages in a sitting, and that's not normal for me. I have concentration issues too, so when I read something like that, its I'm really into it. And I was just in Mac's shoes, and I was just thinking like, that's crazy.
0: Oh, that's awesome! That um, makes you really happy, actually.
1: With your premise, uh, f- to be technical about it, like fish-out-of-water stuff is so good for like ways that we can kind of get into the world and get invested in things and mac was just perfect for it um the only thing that i can say that those unequivocally bothered me was that every scene that wasn't from zade's perspective was in italics i'm actually curious as, as to why that happened uh that's not quote unquote normal for books right. switch perspective
0: like and, there, and to be honest i googled this a lot actually um like how to do a book mostly in first person perspective mm-hmm. but not completely and there wasn't really a lot to go on and i think i i think there was i think i'd found another book that did something similar and actually twilight does it if you know like in the last oh you only watched the movie
1: i only watched the movie sorry
0: in breaking dawn it's half from bella and half from jacobs perspective. aha
1: uh-huh. okay
0: so and, and i don't know that they do the italics but but it but those are like like it's literally like half the book. Sure, it's sure, Like sure, half the book and half the book versus like where I, it was just like it was only the pieces were so small that I just mm-hmm. kind of wanted to make it clear that it wasn't Zade in that moment. Right. That's kind of where that came. It
1: from. just your narration did it well enough, in my opinion. I mean, this is where we can just go back and forth about this. So at the end of the day, it's my personal preference, but I, I thought that you did well enough establishing that we weren't in Zade's head to not need something like that.
0: Well, thank you. I I appreciate that. Yeah, there was also the little like triple moon at at like it, sure, yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. Too, but but I appreciate that. Yeah, and I uh, I love that you like as a guy, like you know, I mean, I I have a lot of like girls that love the book, but I love that like as a straight guy that you also <laughs> like, you know, there were parts. Yeah. Did you like the backstory? I know you skipped over it, so <laughs> you can't say anything. But did you? I I like to me the the like the story the backstory. Mm-hmm. I actually really liked that. Like, I thought it was a cool. Sure. Um, I know you said it wasn't needed, but
1: well, okay. So we, I can kind of contextualize that a little bit, and I might be speaking on Joshua's behalf here, but we. It's not that it was poorly written; it's that in the the narrative structure, that was a lot of information and a lot of backtracking for where it was. Um, right. So that that was that was my problem with it. It doesn't. Uh, I you know, it's a cute story. It's it's good. It's it's entertaining. It was just where it was placed felt a little bit weird, especially with the fact that Zade's comatose and there's this emergency situation.
0: Well, they had to wait for the guy.
1: Sure,
2: sure. They
0: waiting for like...
1: Yeah. Yes,
2: so I guess I'll start with my, my quote unquote least favorite thing since we've already gotten to it. <laughs> um, it was the, the flashback because when they introduce the flashback, they basically say, oh yeah, we knew each other and here's how. And for me, that's enough. Like, we don't need the whole actual, like, in-scene flashback, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I think that it, although well-written, like Andrew pointed out, um, it slows down the story at a moment of, like, escalating tension. So that was my
1: quibble with it. So you did a good job of having Mac and Tad be realistic work friends. Like you could tell that these are two guys that have been working with each other for a while. And it it felt like they they were bros, you know, like it it felt very realistic. So having that kind of that dichotomy between Dela and Charles might be something that you can investigate uh, short of having like an entire establishing scene.
0: Well, I think. Oh, and I wanted to say something about Mac real fast. So, what I was trying to do with Mac. So, this was definitely like something my ex was, but he mm-hmm. was like this guy that could fix anything, he could uh-huh. build anything, he could do anything. So, I-, I loved the idea of taking a guy who basically, like in any other situation, yes. would just be fine, mm-hmm, sure, like sure. could handle it. Like, you know, something breaks at work, he's the guy that's going to save the day. You mm-hmm. know, like, so, like your car breaks down, you can call him; he can fix the car. Like. Sure he could build furniture like th- this was this is how my ex was like you know he could cook dinner like it was like you know there wasn't anything he couldn't do mm-hmm. but to, I wanted to put a guy that was that guy yeah and, and also a little bit curmudgeon-y mm-hmm. um, it just put him in like just like where he's like yeah uh, I don't know what I I can't yeah. save the day here mm-hmm. and I don't know what to do and I'm like I'm at a disadvantage I thought mm-hmm. that was like a fun thing it was good the macho guy that like mm-hmm. so that was the point of that um, and thank you on the, yeah, like I really, you know, I wanted, uh, I, you know, I worked really hard, like as when you're the opposite sex of a character that you're writing, mm-hmm. you want to still make sure that, that, uh, that they're realistic, you know, right. I think it's funny. Sometimes yeah. people say, well, guys can't write girls or guys can't write, you know, vice versa. And I'm like, well then, so you got to write a book that's there's no other like, right. characters, you know, like that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So I tried really hard to make them realistic. So I'm glad sure. that you thought that they were. I just thought, I mean, like, you know, with with it being such a secret and everything, like, I thought that this, I, I the whole time I thought that the story was really important. Like, people would want to know how they mm-hmm. knew each other and why it was, like, such a thing. Mm-hmm. Because I, I guess from my perspective, if I was just thinking, like, if I was reading a book and it was such a big deal about these two characters, mm-hmm. not, you know, like, parting ways and 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 this woman going to such lengths to like sure the girl not to know the debt like like what happened mm-hmm. you know like i just you know and i really wanted to like write this like the 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 state fair like right you know, like yeah. i don't know that was a really fun part for me mm-hmm. right so
2: now i don't know this because the book's printed and it is what it is but if it had been placed somewhere different or maybe even in a later book the timing might've felt felt more natural to me. And then I might've not, not felt the need to just skip it and see what happened. Okay. So, but I want to point out before we have to jump off the thing that I liked the most. Um, although I'm a noted Jackson Stan, uh, my favorite line in the book was actually from Mac um when he said mac always thought it was funny that if you were rich you were eccentric and if you weren't rich or famous you were just weird he <laughs> refused to call anyone eccentric just because they happened to have money or fame i really like that line because it gave us some good insight into a character that like you said is otherwise sort of curmudgeon-y. Mm-hmm. and it shows that he like has a good sense of uh people's biases i think mm-hmm.
0: awesome well i appreciate that like i said the 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 biggest like the thing about the thing that made me want to come on and talk to you guys the absolute most. Um, and I know there are things that you guys talked about in the podcast. So I'm going to go back and listen to them and be like, I didn't talk about this. Mm. So, and you're going to get voice memos. About <laughs> um, or, or we can just do another chat. I really, really loved it. Like I'm kind of sad to get off. Um, but, uh, was that you guys did, you took mm. the time to read the book. Maybe take the time to read that chapter before you knock it. But, <laughs> no, <laughs> but, you know, like you guys did take the time to read the book. And, and I honestly think the idea of the podcast is really cool, like giving books that get knocked a chance to just kind of like see, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, uh, like what they really are. Mm-hmm. And I think like we all deserve that. Books sure. deserve that. TV shows deserve that. People deserve yeah. that. I think if, if we all did that, the world would be a better place just Absolutely. in general, you know? Sure. And and just because you don't like something doesn't mean it's someone else won't love it. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's okay for them to love it and for you not to like right. it. You, you can still be friends and hold hands. With
1: <laughs> well, Lanny, I think that you've given us a lot to think about. Thank you so much for coming on to this show with us. Um, you're I've,
0: welcome. Thanks for having me. Like I said, I love, we should do this again so much. We can even talk about something else altogether. I, I seriously have enjoyed talking to you guys. It's been really fun.
1: This has been amazing. And this, this probably is a bad thing about me more than it's a good thing about you, but you're probably the most famous person that I've ever talked to. So I've been <laughs> starstruck this entire time. <laughs> Yeah, this has well, been
0: really wonderful. We'll have to fix that. We'll have to, like, uh, you know, go do like a Comic-Con or something together. I'll get yeah. you to with like, really famous people. That'd
1: be uh, awesome. So, Lanny, we will see you around campus. Mac yelled into the wind and the rain. Sa ho vimborishom, I may have been, neka ljuba prijatelj, kletvo Then he did the unthinkable. Though his hand quivered, he plunged the dagger into my chest.